You're listening to the Discovering the Bible podcast with Pastor Holly Howard from Bridge of Hope Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Sarah Thomas, and I'm the Creative Arts Director at Bridge of Hope Church. So last week we started our Benefits of Walking in Love podcast series, where Pastor Holly is showing us five different benefits we can expect when we choose to walk in God's love. Last week we learned the first benefit, which is it causes us to profit. Want to have success in your work, in your marriage, in your family, in life? Well, try walking in God's kind of love. And then this week, we're so excited to talk to you about the second benefit we can expect when we choose to walk in God's perfect love, and that is inherit a blessing. So we hope you enjoy. We're already at the second benefit of walking in love, which is what? All right. The second benefit of walking in love, um, we're going to inherit a blessing. Hey, I'm all about that. I like <laughs> in, I like inheriting blessings. I love this. So, I mean, who doesn't want a blessing? Who? Mm. Who doesn't want to be blessed? I want to be blessed. So, I'm going to read 1 Peter 3, 8 through 9. It says, finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you were called. I was called to this. I was called to not repay evil with evil or or insult with insult. I was called to be like-minded and sympathetic and loving towards others and compassionate and humble. This is what I was called to. Wow. So that I may, he says here, so that you may inherit a blessing. So here we go again, another conditional. We have the benefit when we walk in love, we're going to inherit a blessing. And there's conditions to it. So uh, we talked about the love chapter and we talked about love extensively in the in the uh last um episode our first episode that we did and we went to first corinthians 13 and we covered the love chapter but here peter peter is also telling us here how to practice walking in love so even peter is giving us some instructions paul gave us some instructions in first uh corinthians chapter 13 we call it the love chapter love is patient love is kind it doesn't envy it doesn't boast it's not rude it's not proud and he goes through this kind of list you know it always bears it bears all things it hopes all things it believes in all things it trusts all things and it's this incredible uh description of how to how to love and so here peter says okay i've got some more love in action for all you all right okay so he tells Bring it us on, peter the first thing he says here is to be like-minded that was the first thing finally all of you be like-minded like-minded is to be unified it means it, to be in unity with believers in in the body of christ well to be unified with other believers in the body of Christ means that I can't, to be like-minded, I can't allow anything to come in between you and me right. and cause us to no longer be um, heading towards the same goal and to be like-minded, to be in harmony with one another. We can't stay like-minded when there is a division or right. a disagreement or disgruntlement b- between the two of us. So to, to be like-minded, to stay unified with other believers means that we have to work towards not allowing disputes, arguments, and disagreements to come between us. Yeah, and the word work 
is very important in that because yeah. it is. You have to make sure that you're active and making you know sure the unity is still there. Uh, yeah, and 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 we'll we'll hit this a little bit later, but you have to pursue this kind of peace. You've got to go after it. Yeah, and you've got to make sure that you keep it. So that's that's being like minded. So this this is this. So this is the first condition that if you're going to inherit the blessing, you got to be like minded. Stay unified with people in the body of Christ. Don't get all worked up over little things. Yeah. Don't allow people, um, you know, allow the enemy to use people to 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 disunify you in the body of Christ. Don't get worked up over over the whether or not somebody's wearing jeans to church or a suit to church. I know that sounds so petty, but sometimes sometimes people in churches get really upset over what people what clothes people wear to that church. That is so true. And it's that's not really important what no. we wear to church. God just wants us there. Exactly. We shouldn't get worked up over the style of music or if it's too hot or if it's too cold or what we don't like and if the pastor you know didn't do it our way and or the small group leader in your small group didn't do you know do it the way you think it should be done right. I mean there's so many things that can get us disunified with other believers and yeah. we have to guard against that so um, the other thing that he says he says be sympathetic love one another be compassionate and be humble so when here's I'm going to lay this out with examples because for me the best way to kind of understand what the Bible is saying is to really think through and apply that to today like how how does this how does being sympathetic and loving towards others and compassion um, and humility how does that play out in my life right. now you know this is, was written in the Bible you know I don't know a couple thousand years ago who knows how long ago and uh, and how does this apply to me today well when we watch the news. And we learn yeah. of a tragic event like a school shooting, yeah. um, a natural desire, disaster like wildfires in California that have um, caused hundreds of people to lose yeah. their homes and everything they've owned and, and hundreds to lose their lives. Or yeah. a, a hurricane that hits Florida like one did um, and hundreds down there lose um, their homes and, and, and even, you know, you had several that died because oh, of yeah. that. Um, tsunamis you know go through and just obliterate whole towns and 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 people die or here's what laws are passed to allow uh babies to be murdered out after they've been born and they come out of their mother's womb and now now it's legal to to take an infant and to murder an infant after after it's been born uh when when we hear these things and we see these things on the news and 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 we hear of it and our heart is not broken yeah. for what breaks the heart of God. We have a problem. We have a serious problem. We've grown hard hearted and yeah. we've lost our compassion. We've lost our ability. When we hear of a of a disaster hitting and, and we're not praying and we're and and we're not we're not praying for those people and we're not moved to action to say, okay, let's let's our church when the when the hurricane hit. Uh, down in Florida, we, we we rallied our church together, and we all gave money, and we sent, and we knew people that were going down, and so we sent money, and so so that supplies and things could go down and help feed these people while they were homeless and while they lost everything, and to help them rebuild their lives again. And we had prayer for these people. We reached out to them, and 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 you know. If I'm not moved with compassion by by the pain and the suffering of other people, my heart has gotten hearted and uh, hard-hearted, and we have a serious problem. So, um, compassion and sympathy is having is is having your heart moved by someone else's tragedy, moved right. by someone else's tragic circumstances, and to weep with those, like the word says, when they weep. 
I remember a long time ago watching a video. This was years ago, and it was one of the street camera videos, and it was, and it kind of just went viral on, um, you know, on social media. And um, it, it was a um, a man had fallen, um, not just fallen, but I don't know. I can't remember if he was shot or, but he was he was unable to move. Was laying there. I think he was shot and laying there, dying in on the sidewalk uh, of of the street. And in this video, you watch these people just walk and step over this guy and you just person after person they're just getting busy walking yeah. to work it's in a city somewhere and they just people literally step over the man they walk around the man and you can see the blood pulling like out on the street and they just leave him laying there and and, and and it's astounding like how how do you step over someone and and how do you ignore someone who's laying on a sidewalk dying yeah. but this is where we've gotten in our culture where we just don't we, we're not moved anymore and our heart's not broken anymore by what breaks the heart of God no Anyway, so our hearts should break for what breaks the heart of God. We should have compassion for other people and be moved into some confident of an action that displays love when someone else is hurting. Jesus was moved with compassion when Lazarus was dead. Jesus knew that he was going to raise him back from the dead. Jesus right. knew he was going to call him back out of that grave, but he still stood there. And he took, a, and he took time with Martha and, and with Mary to weep for Jesus Christ. Because he was moved with compassion. The Bible says that he was moved with compassion. And every time he was moved with compassion, he, uh, you read in the Bible and he healed the sick. And if you go through and you read the accounts of the Gospels, and he was moved with compassion and healed the sick. And he was moved with compassion and healed the sick. So compassion compels us to do something to help wow. other people. And so we should be moved with compassion and weep and pray for people in their times of, of, of suffering. And people just need to know that somebody cares. Yeah. That somebody really cares when I'm hurting. That somebody really cares when I've suffered. Or somebody really cares when I've experienced pain and I've experienced loss. Yeah, and I think a huge part of that is it's so hard, Christian or not, to have compassion and to have your heart break for what breaks God's heart because social media can take something like this and blast it and you become <clears throat> numb to it. Yeah. It's like, you know, the news that's the thing that they aim for. What's the next worst video? Yeah. What's the next most, you know, intense headline? What's, you know, next, next, next? And so, yeah. you know, a simple video of a guy on the street becomes so numb to you because you're like, well, there's worse things that have happened. Yeah. And, you know, if you're not protecting your heart and you're not unified in the body of Christ and then you're not walking in God's love, you become numb to that. You yes. become hard-hearted. Yeah, and I think our, our, our TV shows and the things that even just with the news and you know, the media, the news, yeah. and then the, the, the violence in the video games, the violence in our TV shows. It's everywhere. And, and our movies, we're so desensitized um, yeah. in, in America so that, you know, it's easy for us to um, just not be numb, to not feel anything. Yeah. You know, so if I'm watching the news and some tragic thing happens and I go, huh, wow, okay, What's for dinner? Yeah. You know, that's not good. That's not good. That's a hard heart. And we've got to really pray for God um, to help soften our hearts back up. But yeah. practicing this God kind of love, practicing walking in this kind of love will restore that compassion back right. to us, that, that sympathy back to us, that that loving, kind, kind nature of Christ back to us. And here's, here's a little story I want to share about. 
God's compassion. Sometimes, you know, if we're if we're obedient to and, and we're listening to God and, and he kind of could sometimes will nudge us and and you'll have moments of compassion for people and you'll have moments where you reach out and you and you touch another person in a way that's really a blessing to them, um, even if you don't know them. So we right. were in um, a restaurant that we love down south called Zaxby's. Oh my yeah, gosh, Zaxby's. We love Zaxby's. And so <laughs> we were traveling and we pulled over for lunch and we go in and we get some lunch. And while we're eating, we see, um, you know, a, a, a family come in. It was a mother and an, with an elder, uh, a woman with an elderly mother. And then uh, you could tell it was three generations and then a, a daughter. And uh, they come in and, you know, we're eating to get their food. And um, so uh, I, I noticed the, the, the lady that uh, had the, the daughter is coming through and buying our table and taking and walking to a table to, to help her daughter get her food yeah. well apparently when the food came up the you could tell the the mother the was the older woman and she had a cane and she I guess instead of wanting to wait for her daughter to come back get her food and carry she's got a cane and she's trying to walk through with the tr with a tray and carry her her food to her uh, to her seat well you know we're eating and you're not really paying a whole lot of attention to your surrounding when you're having a conversation with your family right or chowing um, down on that chicken or chowing down on that good. chicken yes and um <laughs> and, and, and just digging into the end of I like, I like the boneless wings meal and, oh, and those french fries i get the extra seasoning on my french fries so yeah so while while i'm eating my food i'm not really paying a whole lot of attention to my surroundings so i'm feeling even with details that I only know after the fact, after it's happened. And so, but anyway, so the, the next thing we know is that right, right behind our table, as this mom is passing through, she slips and falls. And, um, and, you know, her food goes all up in the air. And immediately my son Aaron jumps up and we get up and we're trying to help her up out of the floor. Dallas, all of us, we're trying to get her up out the floor. I'm going around trying to get her food out of the floor. And the mother, the, the daughter of the mother comes running over and they kind of have this little bit of a, like, mom, this argument. Why didn't you wait for me? You know, I could have right. came and I could have helped you. And she's, this, this woman is just biting back at her. Well, I didn't know where you were. And so they're kind of having this little powwow in front of me and, and my family. And so. So we kind of help her get up, and then she's like, just go sit down. This is what the daughter says. I'm going to go get you, and I'll just go order you something else. So she goes back up, and they uh, get uh, more food for her. Well, when that food comes up, this lady goes back She gets to get the food. She comes walking back through, and in the same spot, right by our table, she slips, and she falls. This is dumb. It's the daughter that falls. The same thing. The tray goes up in the air. Drink uh, goes everywhere. Food goes flying what? everywhere. She falls and she hits really hard on the ground. And so, you know, once again, our, our whole table, we jump up and we're, you know, I'm, we're trying to help her up out the floor. At this point, she starts crying and she starts uh, just, just weeping and crying. And uh, we try to get her up and she's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And she's trying to shoo everybody. But you could tell she's humiliated. Well, yeah. And she's really embarrassed. And so we're trying to get her food up and we finally get her up to her feet and she She's crying. She says, that's it. I just can't take it anymore. And she just screams and runs out of the restaurant. And she, so, you know, at this point, the whole restaurant, you know, everybody just stops and everybody's like looking around like, oh, wow, you know, what just happened? And um, so I kind of helped me and, you know, Aaron and us, we finished cleaning up the, the stuff. And, and I felt compelled to go out and find this lady outside. So this was kind of that thing where, you know, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And I felt like I, you know, I was moved with compassion. She, yeah. you could tell there, she's arguing with her mom. It's an elderly lady. Uh, they are, you know, you, she could tell this woman was stressed to the oh, max. Yeah. And then she just got embarrassed and humiliated. Well, I was, 
I was so heartbroken for. So I went and found her and she was slumped over on her steering wheel. Her door was open and you could hear her sobbing before you even got to the car. And she's just crying and just crying, Mm -hmm. sobbing. And oh my goodness, immediately, I'm a contagious crier. So I started crying immediately. (gasps) And so she's down there and this is, y'all, this is going to sound so crazy, but I just... I felt like she needs a hug. <laughs> I don't know this woman. I don't know her name. I couldn't tell you. I don't. I probably wouldn't even recognize her if I saw her today. What she looks like, honestly, this is just because you know. In the moment, I just, yeah. I just leaned in. She had her door open, and I just put my arms around her, and I just started crying with her. And um, we just sat there, and I held her, and she just, she, she kind of just leaned into me, and she just cried and cried. And so, when the tears kind of stopped flowing, I looked at her, and said, "Can I pray with you?" And she's like, "No, no, no." And she didn't want the prayers. And I started kind of telling her, just, just ministering a little bit about, you know, God loves you, and I'm so sorry for what you're going through. And I tried just to be kind and right. compassionate. And I could feel her pain. I really could experience in that moment when she was weeping. I, I, what would it feel like if that were me? Yeah. How would it feel if that was? me and her situation well then she started talking about her mother is stubborn and she's elderly and she won't let her help her and she's doing the best she can and it's so hard and this was a woman who was stressed out trying to care for an elderly parent yeah and and that stage of life it's very difficult and it's very hard on on adults who care for their elderly parents and it you know it it, 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 you just you lose your life when you get to that stage it's almost like reverting back to having kids again and so she was just stressed to the max and I let her finish talking to me, and um, and then I asked her again, can I pray with you? And she said yes. I said a prayer over her, prayed some peace over her, and and then just and the manager at that point came out and offered her free food and said, come on back. We're not going to charge you for your food. We'll replace everything. And so she eventually, you know, made her way back into the restaurant. But I went on in. We ate, and we left. I, I've never seen her since. Didn't say anything to her. But in that moment, God had compassion on her. It was I was moved with compassion. So, you know— that's what it's like to move, be moved with compassion, to be moved with sympathy, to be moved with kindness towards somebody else. It's really in there. It's in us if we would just stop and take the time. Did my food get cold? Sure. But at that moment, did I care? No, because the reward of being able to bless someone else was far greater than yeah. what little bit of time I lost, you know, sacrifice I made by you know, coming back and finishing my cold french fries and my, right. cold, my, my cold chicken. So, but anyway, so, uh, so we'll keep moving. Do not repay evil with evil is the second part of this verse and says, or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing. Because of this, you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. So I'm not going to repay evil with evil because that's that's revenge. That's revenge. I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to repay evil by blessing someone else. Ooh, that's powerful. That's hard. And hard. <laughs> yes, and hard. And so, you know, what, what, what that means is when I try to repay somebody evil for evil or insult for insult, I am putting myself in the judgment seat of God. And when I repay evil for evil with, with evil, and because usually when somebody does something wrong, I'm gonna get you back. You know that's that revenge mentality. Oh, yeah. Well, that's us carrying out justice and saying this is what you deserve. When we carry out justice, and because the action that well, I, that's it. You know, she did this to me, and I, I'm not speaking to her. That's it. She doesn't deserve to be in my presence. You know how we can do. Oh yeah. And so I, I'm not, and I withhold my friendliness. I withhold myself. I cut the relationship off, and I hold that grudge. That's that's saying, um, this is what you deserve. You don't deserve for me to talk to you. That's that's meeting. That's carrying out judgment. Yeah. That's passing a sentence and saying this is the punishment for your crime. That's the only person that is allowed to pass judgment is God. And so when we do that, we're putting ourselves in the judgment seat 
of Christ. And we're saying, God, your judgment isn't good enough, so I'm going to carry it out myself. That's dangerous. It's very scary. And insult for insult, we're not going to get into right now because we're going to really talk about that in, um, in a little bit. So it isn't easy to keep my tongue under subjection, but we'll talk into the, in, uh, in more detail in just a minute with that. So if we practice these things that we've been talking about, if we practice living this way, walking out the God kind of love, godliness, love in our life, we will inherit a blessing. So I want to take the time to read to you the kind of blessing. So if I'm sympathetic and I'm compassionate and I don't repay evil for evil and um, and I, I'm loving and, you know, if I do these things, I meet these conditions, this is what he says, you're going to inherit this blessing. Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14. It's kind of long, but I want you to listen to all these blessings. These are the blessings. This is the benefit. If we do these things, it brings us blessing. It pays. We reap this benefit. It brings right. goodness into our life. So listen at these good things. There's what he says in Deuteronomy 28, uh, 1 through 14. He says, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and your flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets um, and bread baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish you as his holy people as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people carried by, claimed by the Lord and they will stand in awe of you. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you blessings you uh, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops, the Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. You will listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today. If you will listen to these commands and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will always be on top and never at the bottom. You must not turn away from any of the commands I'm giving you today, nor follow after other gods and worship them. And when he says you must not turn away from any of the commands I'm giving you, Remember, that's the Old Testament. We, those were all summed up into love, one thing. So um, this is the conditions to receive all these benefits. That's a lot of blessings. That's prospering. Uh, it goes down to my children. I mean, there is blessing after blessing after blessing, being the head and not the tail, having my enemies come against me one way, but he scatters them multiple ways. Right. That is phenomenal, powerful blessing. So if we keep these conditions, which is just walking in love, we'll receive all of these benefits, these blessings that he just said in that chapter. But we can hinder God's blessing in our life. So what will I choose? Yeah. Will I choose to walk in love and bite my tongue? Will I choose to walk in love and have compassion and, 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 and sympathy for others will I, and stay unified with my brothers and sisters? Will I walk in love or, or will I choose um, you know, the blessings or will I not do those things and just carry out and do whatever my flesh feels like doing and not receive the blessings? It's really up to me. But when I 
when I choose not to walk in love, what happens is we open the door for Satan to come in and we give, we give Satan a foothold. And when we give Satan a foothold, that's when problems come. When he can get in and breach our walls, that gives Satan permission to come in and to attack us, to steal from us, to rob from us, and to steal the blessings that are ours. And that's why a lot of times Christians don't receive those benefits. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Discovering the Bible with Pastor Holly Howard. Our prayer is that you're blessed and challenged by every single one of these episodes and that you share it with someone that you think would enjoy it. Want to learn more about Bridge of Hope Church and who we are? Head over to thebridgecincy.com or Bridge of Hope Cincy on Facebook and Instagram.